Well, Ulysses, the Rays bounced back pretty quickly from a series loss against the Baltimore Orioles, easily handling the New York Yankees in game one of a four-game set. Eight to two. Love that. Well, you can easily bounce back when you play a last place team or a re- or not a real team. However, the Yankee fans were talking about that. Let's 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 get started right now. You are locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Race podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. I know that the other day we promised we'd have Evan Klosky on the show for a Friday episode, but. Bigger fish to fry for Mr. Klosky as uh, he had to deal with a nail in a tire or something. Some lame excuse, but I'm sure we'll uh, see him at some point no, no. Uh, next no, week. No, no, no. We, we, but we, we uh, you know, we're saddened that Evan Klosky is not here with us. Uh, but the text messages that we were getting through yesterday were uh, on fire. So, yeah. Yeah. What, I appreciate those. I mean, I didn't see any visual evidence of a nail and a tire. I would like to see a nail and a tire with a copy of today's newspaper, yesterday's newspaper. I need if, that to be confirmed if, uh, by Mr. Klosky. So that would be great. He somehow had the wherewithal to do the uh, 11 p.m. news or 10 p.m. news or whatever. Hey. But. He's a grinder. We know that about Evan. Uh, I think if somebody sends us this clip, he is going to um, indeed send us a picture and be like, uh, yeah, I heard it. And here you go. Uh, but dude, besides that, what a great, fantastic way to open up that Yankee series is just by shoving down eight runs into the Yankee bullpen, which by the way, I'm not going to like, Hunk my own horn. No, you called it. I was actually going to open with that. Of uh, you said on yesterday's program, the bullpen is not as scary as we've seen in previous years and iterations. And lo and behold, that uh, was a prime example of that. My name is Ulysses, not Nostradamus, but I'll take Nostradamus for a little bit, uh, at least for today. It just doesn't strike fear into me. I it doesn't. It doesn't. There, there is no. Oh, Marinaccio's coming in. Oh, it's scary. Like no, bro. Yeah. It's fine. There, I'm. This Yankee team is in trouble, and that's why I understand the people that want to say, "Hey, look, it's May. There's no real urgency to 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 win every series and, and to like." But right, the rivalry, I it it takes away from the rational part of me. Because if this were, you know, again, like the Baltimore Orioles, like we lost that series and I didn't, I didn't feel anything. I really didn't feel anything. Uh, you know, like, oh my gosh, we, no. If, if, if that were to happen against the Yankees, that would affect me more, even though they're a last place team, you know? So the rivalry does take into account the fact that I want to stump on their necks and I want them to be completely out of the AL East division crown contention on May 15th. Yeah. That's what I want. And I don't think it's a bad thing to want that as a race fan. It's really enjoyable when the Rays number eight hitter 
drives in five runs and has an OPS over a thousand. That's yeah. the type of offense that we're dealing with. And if we're keeping score at home, the Rays now have 30 wins. They're 30 and nine, 30 wins in 42 days. Historic what they are doing. But, um, and a, yeah. the guy that I mentioned and noted, the number eight hitter in the lineup, Josh Lowe, who is quickly coming into his own as a well-rounded ball player, especially at the plate. Man, he is fun. He is fun to watch, and I we, we've mentioned this before about him in front of a mic. He enjoys the microphone. I think he's the new Kevin Kiermeyer of the team, not only in good looks, but also in the way that he enjoys it. He's a ham. He he yeah. he is that kind of guy that uh, thrives under the spotlight. I I love that about it. Um, look, when you go to Yankee Stadium and you have a, a night like that, you you that's basically to- a rookie. Yeah. yeah, basically. I mean, I know that, you know, he exceeded the at-bats, but yeah, uh, he is, is essentially a rookie. And it's so fun to see him finally, like, bust out like he has this year. Like, dude, we're 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 looking at a guy who possibly is a 2020 uh, contender. And not, not to foreshadow our second segment here. But, but we could be we could be looking at three or four guys that are 2020 guys this year yeah. in a raised uniform. But um, I'm glad you you brought that up about Josh Lowe because that was one of my big question marks. Is okay. We know guys like Wander and Randy. Um, they they can handle Yankee Stadium and the environment that that is. How's Luke Rayleigh going to handle it? How's mm-hmm. Josh Lowe going to handle it? Mm-hmm. How's some of these younger ball players? going to handle it and at least game one of 2023 at Yankee stadium, Josh Lowe has proven and shown that he can handle it. Yeah, no. And I think that's, that's one of the things it's kind of like Willie Adamas not being able to hit at home. Uh, One of the other things that you should probably see about your players is can you handle Fenway park? Can you handle Yankee stadium? Cause you're going to be there a a few times, maybe not as much as you would have been in a non uh, balanced schedule. Uh, like they had before this year, but still it's important, man. Uh, these four games, that's why I'm saying like, if you just, I, I know I said, I would people, I know what I said yesterday. Yes. I said a, a split would be a W I get it. But once you win the first one, baby, like, can you give me right. two more? Can you really get three out of four? Cause then you would just basically drive a depression cloud over Yankee fandom and is there anything better than doing that? The answer is a clear and resounding no. Certainly. And uh, another note on this game, Drew Rasmussen. Oh, my Oof. goodness. Uh, we know that the Rays blew off eight runs, but that outing by Mr. Drew, uh, very efficient and wonderful. I mean, he's basically the Yankees' daddy. Uh, I think, uh, <laughs> what, 18, 19 consecutive scoreless innings? against yeah. the team um and he had everything working i mean let, let's put this in context he's got three different types of fastballs that he can command and control the the sinker the cutter the four seamer you've got the sweeper that is making aaron judge look silly um oh. i mean he within like a span of i don't know 18 months i mean give me an exact timeline he went from a two-pitch reliever to now you know a six-pitch wonderkin and he and he mixes his pitch. What seventy six pitches in seven innings? So That's insane. Cool, calm, collected, efficient, 
Love the delivery. He's going to be, again, I don't think he's ever going to have the recognition that Shane McClanahan or Tyler Glass now uh, and maybe some others are going to get. But before you know it, you might look back, you know, three, five, seven years from now and say, man, Drew might have been the the most productive member of this uh, pitching staff. Yeah. Up there. I mean, again, what, you know, Shane McClanahan is doing ace type stuff. We've, we've, we've covered that uh, this week. Drew Rasmussen, you know me. I've been a Drew Rasmussen, you know, um, stan, as the young kids uh-huh. say on anti social media. Uh, and I just, the demeanor, man, that's the one thing. Like the body language is so important on the mound. Um, you, you see some guys that are, they, they seem like they're rattled, or I don't see that with, with Drew. I see, hunger i see i'm going to attack you i see i don't care who you are was that three strikeouts uh that judge had yesterday i I, i'm pretty sure it was three um no he 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 was phenomenal yesterday and like you mentioned the efficiency with the pitch count i mean if this was another if this was not 2023 and if this wasn't the Rays, that guy gets a complete game uh yesterday uh and you know i'm not not beating the drum of like, oh, how dare they not do that? I'm just saying like that's that was a possibility yesterday. Uh, if they if they had wanted if that's September, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they they leave him for the eighth at least. Uh, but no, it, he's he's been tremendous. I don't think again he gets as much recognition like you said. Not only around the league, but I think even race fans don't don't give Drew as much um, of a of praise as maybe he should be getting. Certainly. Uh, All right. We have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you about something very important. And that is our new sponsor. So rare. So rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. So head over to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled s-o-r-a-r-e.com to draft your team of free player cards set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards again that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today all right uh, we promised listeners that we would have a mailbag question or two and we were supposed to have that with evan klosky but um, we'll have to uh, do a mailbag episode with evan at another point but we did get a wonderful voice memo from robin from all the way out in california so let's see what robin has to say hey locked on rays this is robin from tiny denaire california and every day or since november 2021 i have a question and a comment having seen just a strong outburst of power and speed from a handful of guys in the lineup Who do you think will lead the team in each category by the end of the year? Might we have a 2020 or 30-30 contender in Randy, Lowe, or Wander? Secondly, just a quick note for everyone who sees the race start as a little fishy. 
The Yankees began 2022 with a start of 28-10 through 38 games, just one game under the Rays as of right now. This team is the real deal, even if we can get a little frustrated at times. We're a lucky fan base with the luxury of a consistently good team that some don't have now and some never really have had. Thanks, and raise up. All right, Ulysses, thoughts on Robin's question? Well, first of all, thank you, Robin, for sending that in. And every day or since November 2021, man, that's pretty that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, and, and 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 we've never heard from Robin before. So you guys are out there. You everydayers, I we know that you're out there. And so be like Robin and and finally crack open that that voice memo and 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 send it to us. Okay, where do we want to go first? Because I think I want to tackle the the record thing first. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I think that is a tremendous and very astute observation. Um, you know, when, when the Yankees got to such a hot start last year, you know, that their own social media team was like on pace for 118 wins or 120 wins and all that. I'm glad the Rays social media team is not doing that. Like that's for Yankee fandom to do just us. We, we take it one day at a time. It's up. It's awesome. We're, we're happy. Be a little bit flappy, be a little bit, um, you know, snobby and pedantic at times. Sure. Uh, but don't go that you know, Yankee way. So yeah, I, I, nobody heard anything, any, any chirps about, oh, the Yankees are, are, are cheating or they're doing something suspicious. You know, the, the, no, nobody was ever, ever saying that. Of course, you know, those, those clowns over there in, in, in that radio station, WFAN. Yeah. Uh, which again, by the way, please, I, I am begging everyone, every Tampa Bay sports radio host, please stop engaging. Please stop making the response videos. Please yes. stop trying to go the fan to get stop. involved in some sort of spat. It's lame. It's not necessary. Move on. Okay. Move on. They said something silly. Let's okay. We don't have to go crazy about it. This is what it is. Exactly. No, I, I, Next, Bruce Sternberg's calling me, telling me, reminding me that, uh, we, we don't have to make a response video. Thanks. Stu. Is that Stu? Is that, hey, Stu. Hey man. He's also, uh, tired of us talking about parking, just like other people and the YouTube yeah. comments are like, dude, locked on parking. Jeez. Stop talking about the parking. Hey, it's you mentioned way. it today. I did, I've not said anything about parking until you brought it up. So. <sighs> You're right. You're right. Okay. So Robin, yeah, that's what I think about the record. Very, very astute, man. Um, Nobody ever heard anything uh, weird about that. Now, you want to tackle the first question, which is very interesting. Yes. Um, so I I would highly doubt that Randy, Josh Lowe, and Wander would be 2020 in the same exact season. But it would not surprise me in the least if during the course of their career, each of them has – one or more 2020 seasons to their name. And let's remember this. The Rays do not have a long list of 2020 players. No, they I don't. I think it's Randy. Yes. BJ Upton and Tommy Pham. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I believe that's, I believe that's true. We're not missing one. Tell me we're not missing. one. Well, Ben Zobris got very close one year. He was like a 2019 guy. Carl okay. Crawford never eclipsed 20 homers. So he was like a 1850 guy. And okay. I don't think you had multiple players have 2020 seasons in the same year. But I that could happen. Right. That could change. You could have, for example, Randy and Wander or Josh Lowe and Wander go 2020 I, in the same year. Look, 
if you if you want the the who's who uh, of candidates to do this, yeah, it would be Randy because he's done it. He's done it before twice. Um, Juan or Franco and Josh Lowe, a hundred percent. Now, Randy right now only has three stolen bags to four caught stealings, so that that's a little bit worrying. But he already has nine bombs, so if 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 he improves the base stealing then yeah maybe but maybe also the race give him a little bit of the okay maybe we stop going because you've gotten caught more than you've stolen and that that's just not good news so yeah he's but he's a candidate just because he's done it before number two wander franco he already has 12 stolen bags and seven home runs if the next thing is apparently nothing which apparently he that's what they said that he could play on friday that he could play on friday um and he doesn't get hurt, which I, you know what? Stop it. I'm just not going to say if he doesn't get hurt because that's just a stupid thing to say. Of course, if he doesn't get hurt. Yeah, yeah, duh. Like, I think that's such a moronic thing to say with, with players like, oh, if, if health withstanding. Yeah, no, duh. If health, but so taking that away, yes, I think Wonder Franco can definitely do that because uh, he's already more than halfway done with the, with the stolen bags yeah. and second home runs, man. So yeah, Wander Franco is definitely, and then you're right. Th- number three, Josh Lowe, eight bombs, six stolen bags. That would be, I think the coolest thing uh, for Josh Lowe because of such a up and down season last year. I said, I, I and I think you remember one of our prop bets. I said he was going to have a, an OPS greater than 770. Uh, mm-hmm. he most definitely did not have that. I guess I was a year off because he is, you know, having a tremendous season. Hopefully he can do. And I think Robin, th- that would be the coolest thing to yeah. see, uh, because Wander, you know, that he's going to do it. Randy right. has done it before. Josh Lowe being in that category would just be chef's kiss. Interestingly, Josh Lowe has probably the, just based on baseball savant, the, best combination of power and speed compared to Randy and Wander. Josh Lowe is 91st percentile in exit velo, 88th percentile in sprint speed compared to Randy, 95th versus 68th, Wander 75th versus 67th. I think Wander, I mean, he's getting on base more than anybody, and he's showing that when he's on first, he's trying to get to second by any means necessary. And I think his base running instincts are on another level at another yeah. par um, just based on even when he doesn't go, he just wants to force a throw from the catcher or the outfield or whatever it may be just testing things out. Like he's so instinctual in that end of things. So, I mean, if I I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now that Wander's going to be a, a 2020 player as far as, and, and I based off of right now, I think he's going to lead the group in stolen bases. I believe Randy will lead the team in home runs this year, not just because he's at nine right now, but we've, I may be most comfortable and confident in him being able to post 140, 150 mm-hmm. games. Um, Josh Lowe, we, we got to see it over the course of a full season. We got to see how days of August. And the other thing with Randy, in addition to um, having more understanding of scouting reports and paying attention to all that, which we know about, but he's actually displayed power to all fields. Like he's taking sliders away and yep. hitting them oppo and they're yeah. not even close. They're, they're moonshots. Whereas Josh Lowe at this point, 
Um, yeah, he's got a ton of power, but it's really pull power. So I think eventually yeah. you might have some teams and, and pitching staffs adjust away from that and figure out, hey, can he hit a home run oppo? Because we've not really seen that as of yet. It's kind of like the Isak Paredes of the other side. Yeah, mad power, but it's all pull. You know, can can you kind of develop that other side of your game and and go the other way? So yeah, good good observation there with Josh Law. I do agree with you uh, in the in the home run tally just because of the posting and the way that he he does play a lot of games and he's always at the top of the lineup. Randy yeah. Rosarena probably will get the the home run crowd there. This was a really good question. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Robin. Uh, more so of them. Yeah, we need more questions. Robin, don't be a stranger. And again, yes. don't be a stranger with the voice memos. Anyone, please send us, send them to us. Um, 60 seconds or less. Locked on rays at gmail.com. And we will uh, eventually get around to it. So B- BT um, dubs, BT dubs, just b- before uh, you're talking about wander speed and the, and the stolen bag component. I just want you race fans to um, enjoy this. Enjoy the fact that he is mobile and he can do all of those crazy uh, sprints because there's going to come a time. We've watched enough baseball. He's going to, it's going to be a 29, 30, where you're going to be like, oh, remember when Wander stole 50 yeah. bags that one year? Oh, uh, he only, he only steals seven now. Like that's going to happen. So enjoy that. Enjoy this dynamic yeah. uh, type of Wander. Cause I think if I were a betting man, I would think that he's going to be more of a pop guy ultimately when he's getting a little bit up in age 30, 31. I would think he's going to be more of a power hitter. Not, not that he's going to lose contact or anything, but, but by that, by that, by that mean, but he's not going to be a speed power combo yeah. uh, as, as powerful as he is. But you know what? If you want to see that speed and power combination, there is something that you could do that would make it so less stressful. Okay, and that would be to use game time to get your tickets to go see Wander. Okay, buying tickets does not have to be stressful. Game time makes it very easy to buy your tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Okay, you can get images of your seat before you buy them so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, it's two taps, and you're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. So you can snag the tickets without the stress using GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONMLB, and you get $20 off. Some would say that's as much as parking. Okay, $20 off. So download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that point up about um, there will be a day where Wander won't be running and gunning and stealing bags at will. I remember vividly a guy like Hanley Ramirez, who there was a day where he was 30, 30 guy. He could also yeah. he could hit 25 homers and steal 50 bags. And by the time he got to 28, 29, that just wasn't happening anymore. So enjoy yeah. the next couple of years because there will be a shift and a change from that uh, eventually at some point. So, all right. It being a Friday episode, let's get to baseball trivia and name that war. Ulysses, my question for you in terms of baseball trivia The Rays are playing the Yankees, so I have a Yankee-themed trivia question. Uh, In front of me is a list of 
12 individuals, 12 pitchers who have accumulated at least a thousand strikeouts in a Yankees uniform. I want you to name five of those 12 individuals. Okay. 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 Let me do some quick math. Garrett Cole was assigned in 29 after the 2019 season. So he probably had like 50 innings worth of work in 2020, which meant that he probably had like around like 65 strikeouts. Then 2021, he probably had like around 200. That's too now. So he definitely does not fit the bill. Okay, cool. (sighs) Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens is a good guess. And that would be correct. He's actually number 12 on this list with 1,014. And I'll give you a little other hint here. The guy who just missed the cut. I'm helping you out as much as I can. Number 13 with 991 Ks, Masahiro Tanaka. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, here we go. CeCe Sabathia. CeCe Sabathia is number four on this list with 1,700 Ks. I know people say he's a Hall of Famer, and I think it's my anti-Yankee bias, but I don't. I just don't see it, man. He was a better drinker than pitcher. <sighs> oh, hot take. Oh, dude. Oh, oh my goodness. Right. Let's walk away from that. Okay. Um... <sighs> 62.3 career war for CC Sabathia. I mean, I just I, like people say, oh, first ballot, first ballot. You only say that because he's a Yankee. Yeah. That's all. Like, if, if he hadn't been a Yankee, you'd be like, yeah, I think he's like Mark Burley. Okay, maybe not. But you get my point, people. No, I, I understand. Um, the this pinstripes do add a level of mystique. In yeah, after Jeter. Um, okay, um, Andy Pettit. Andy Pettit, number one on this list with 2,020. A thousand. Better okay. steroid user than pitcher. <laughs> Kevin just going ham. You can uh, say that for Clemens as well, probably. <laughs> yeah. Mostly. Okay, um, okay, I'm going off the wall here. El Duque Hernandez. Um... Incorrect. Strike one. Bleep. Okay. 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 Let's go. Let's go with... No, AJ Burnett was not definitely there long enough for that. Let's hear Tanaka was like the... The Yankees pitchers from the 90s. Ooh, David Cohn. Very good guess, but incorrect. Strike two. What? I have only Pettit, Clemens, and Sabathia? Three? Yes. Uh, oh. Oh, okay, okay. Goose Gossage? Strike three. No! You're out of there. No! Uh, you struck out like Adam Dunn. Okay. Andy Pettit, number one. Whitey Ford, number two. Ron Guidry, number three. Sabathia four, Red Ruffing five, Lefty Gomez six, Orioles great Mike Messina number seven, number eight Mel Stottlemyre, number nine I've never heard of this person but somehow he's on the list Mariano Rivera, number ten Bob Shockey 
number 11, Al Downing, and number 12, Roger Clemens. That was a, the Mariano Rivera was, uh, it, it, uh, my, in my, I felt that one in my plums. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, it's a kick in the plums. I mean, there's probably, there's not many relievers on that list, but. Pretty much any pitching list should have Mariano Rivera on. I, I was thinking starters. That was the issue. Well, Damn. yeah. I mean. Damn. No, like, you know you know when you get that kick in the plums and there's like a, a an abdominal pain? Every guy knows this. Yeah. It's, uh, that's what I have right now for not thinking about Mariano Rivera. I just, oh, yeah, that Never pain. forget Mariano Rivera. He should be, anytime there's a pitching-related trivia question, please include. Not starters, Ulysses. Not starters. Okay, well, you know, Yankee theme kind of episode. There, The Rays are stomping on the Yankees next. So, I want you to play Name That War with me. If you've never played Name That War with us, this is where we take a player from the past and we try to go into our baseball archives in our minds and guess that uh, player's career war according to baseball reference. And that player for today is not a savage in the box, but a guy who says savages in the box, Mr. Aaron Boone. What is Aaron Boone's career war according to baseball reference? Cincinnati Reds great Aaron Boone. Um, yes. Third baseman, correct? Correct. He probably made one, maybe two all-star games. Uh, played probably a decade in the league. He also might not be the manager of the team after for this season. Um, I'm going to say he was, he seemed very, slightly above average for his career. Um, I'm pretty sure there was a year though where he hit 30 home runs. Um, regardless, I don't think he probably hit more than 150, 175 dingers. Probably had a career average of around 270. Add that all up, and I'll give him a 18 career war. Aaron Boone with a slash line of, you are very close, 263, 326, 425. That's a 751 OPS. For you folks that love OPS Plus, that's 94. He had 126 dingers one season. He was close to 30 at 26 in 2002. And then he had 24 in 2003, which was his only all-star appearance. Mm. And... His career war is 13.6. Okay. So I was kind of in the ballpark. Generally, you give, you give him, I had you give him a little savage bump. You give him that savage bump. That's true. I yeah. uh, Or I gave him the Cincinnati Reds bump because I did there watch his games growing up yeah. in the area. So yeah. um, interesting there. All right. Uh, so there it is. Hope you all enjoyed this episode plus Friday Trivia and Name That War. We want you to play along at home. That's kind of the whole purpose of us doing this as well. In the meantime, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week.